Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. We've been talking about this incoming winter blast that is about to hit us in the next couple of days or so. And you can never be too prepared for something like this. Yesterday, we talked about what you need to do for your plumbing. Today, we're talking about your heating your vents and your air conditioning and on the KRLD Newsline we're joined by Brian Remington he is the general manager for the on-time experts he is in the KRLD Zoom room Brian thank you so much for taking the time thank you so much for having me happy to help how important is it for everyone to get themselves ready for this cold blast now while it's still relatively warm oh it's super important you know every year uh, people are left without warm air and a lot of times just some simple things can prevent some issues and you know taking a few preventative measures now before it comes because furnaces are more likely to break down when there's a higher demand on them right so these cold temps they're going to be working more working longer and uh, that's the most likely time for a breakdown. So what are your most uh, timely or most important tips that we should take into consideration these next couple of days? So a couple of the most basic things that everybody can do, I urge everyone is, uh, sounds simple, but you know a lot of people won't or don't, is make sure that there's fresh batteries in the thermostat. Uh, and also make sure they've got a clean filter in the, in the furnace. Sometimes when the furnace when it cakes up or the filter, when it cakes up with the dust, uh, if there's not enough airflow flowing through that furnace, it'll actually overheat and the, the limit switch will trip and it'll cut the furnace off. So those are two, some couple easy things that every homeowner can do right now, just in preparation for that. Do you find your customers are reaching out to you asking for these kinds of tips and for you, for your guys to come out to make sure that they're ready? Yeah. So a lot of we're actually getting bombarded right now with people wanting to prevent the breakdown, right? So the biggest thing to do is, is to get a tune-up done. Um, we'll, we come out, we do a, a full two-hour tune-up, which we go through everything from A to Z, make sure everything's working good. And we actually clean the dirt out. Uh, dirt, dust, and debris are the number one killers of furnaces. So a lot of times a breakdown is due to a lack of maintenance. Uh, and with the maintenance, we believe you got to clean the dirt out. If you don't clean it, if you just do an inspection, you're not really preventing a breakdown. So getting it clean, getting all the dust cleaned up out of there, vacuumed out, and then just a good check, everything, make sure we can give you a clean bill of health so that when, by the time we leave, you have complete peace of mind. Let's talk about some of these emergency situations that some people might be finding themselves in. Um, what is the price range if they don't uh, heed to some of these warnings that you're saying, like, you know, pay attention to this because this can happen. How much are we talking about? Well, I mean, as far as a, as far as a service fee, you know, companies will charge anywhere from, you know, a hundred bucks to a couple hundred bucks just to come out and diagnose. 
and then repairs. I mean, you've got such a wide spectrum, anywhere from a couple hundred bucks to over a thousand bucks for, for a larger repair. Um, and, you know, sometimes when things are caught early, it's not as expensive, but the way furnaces work is they, everything kind of works together. And so, uh, you know, for example, if a inducer motor is really working hard and drawing high amps, that can actually burn out the circuit board as well. So now if you don't address the one issue, it can lead to a bigger issue and that can turn into thousands of dollars in repairs. What kinds of calls are you expecting from customers while the cold air is going on and things are starting to shut down? Uh, most often it's, like I said, it's, it's the, the furnace is overheating. So like I said, changing the filter, the, the basic stuff, the thermostat also, uh, you know, if because of the lack of maintenance, because there's so much dirt buildup in the system, it can cause the components to just work even harder and hotter and eventually fail. So we, we get a lot of that stuff. It's like, I always say, you know, when's your car most likely to break down going, you know, cruise control on a highway, you know, a nice easy 55 or take that going uphill and, you know, trying to maintain that speed on a steep uphill. That That's when it's more, most likely to break down. That's what these cold temps do. So um, every breakdown is always a result of, lack of maintenance, you know, so we're urging people to get their maintenance done. And it, and if it, if they don't get it done, you know, we can always be repaired. Right. But, um, the, there's no, you know, it can be a gamut, a wide spectrum of different issues, but the root cause is always the same. Do you have any, um, you know, other, just reminders for folks as we, you know, get into that hustle and bustle of the last couple of days before um, the Christmas weekend. I know a lot of things tend to slip our minds. Yeah. So uh, one thing too, that we see common is uh, you have your different vents right around the house. And sometimes uh, there's, there's smaller vents that supply every house, but then there's, there's always a big vent and that's called the return air. That's actually where the air is getting sucked in. Sometimes this time of year when furnitures get moved around to make room for the tree, things like that, they'll actually block the return vent. And that's, that's where the air is getting sucked in it. Your, your system, you know, airflow is keen, right? So making sure that you don't have the couch or a cabinet butted up against that return air because you're literally starving the system for air, which again, will cause that furnace to overheat. It'll trip on high limit and it'll cause it to fail and you'll be giving us a call to come out and, and fix it. But if, if uh, you know, you take that preventative measure, make sure you've got really good airflow, make sure you got a clean filter. Uh, that's, that's one of the best things to do, you know, with it coming around the corner. One thing that people will have in their homes, just about everybody, are ceiling fans. Which direction should ceiling fans be spinning in order to get the heat, the hot air, which rises, to get it to uh, come down? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, you want it, trying to think the best way to describe this audibly, um, you want where the, the down part of the blade is actually pushing down rather than pulling up, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, normally most 
ceiling fans are set to cut the air like this and pull air up. Right. Um, you basically want to just flip it opposite. And so you're pushing it back down. I had one more question. I had one more question. Another, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say in regards to that too, another thing is that during the light of the day, if the sun's out, open up your blinds and get that natural warmth too. That'll reduce the demand that your furnace will need as well. I had one more question for you. A lot of homes will have fireplaces. How much can fireplaces help the HVAC system in keeping the place warm? They, I mean, I think it's a it's a good supplement or a good addition, especially in the room that you're in. Um, one thing to just really keep in mind is is sometimes it can throw off the thermostat right so if the thermostat is close by or in the same room it'll tell that thermostat that it's warmer in that house than it really is so you might go to a bedroom and it's really cool in there but because that that fireplace has warmed that room so much you're going to have more of an uneven temp throughout the home so as long as you're aware of that and you don't walk into your bedroom and say oh something's wrong with the furnace um you you definitely to stabilize that temp throughout the home. You'd have to turn off the fireplace and even turn on the, the fan mode on your furnace and get that air. All it's doing is cycling the air. It's not going to really increase your energy costs a whole lot. But if you turn on the fan and cycle that warm air throughout the home, you can benefit from that as well instead of it just staying locked in one area. Brian Rubbington's the general manager for the on-time experts here on Ask the Expert North Texas. Brian, thank you so much for the time. Of course. Thanks for having me. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 